J's on my feet. The J is for Jonas Brothers. They're back in action, baby. Woo! And I'm totally indifferent to all the news, but it's fine because... He's a hater. It was still fun. If we had an intro song, like, I would want it to go right after I yelled because I feel like it would be a good cold open. Sucker? No, 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 no. Like, if we had, like, a theme song. Ooh. If yeah, anyone wants to sing us a little ditty... A little jingle. A little jangle. That encapsulates our personalities, our intention, our ambitions, our idea, the feel, aesthetic, and hopes. The mouthfeel of the podcast. True, it needs a good mouthfeel. I promise that like some point we'll stop with the weird mouth noises and guttural But that's sounds. what you come here for. But yeah, it's, it's, it's part of it at this point, I feel. It's the appeal of the podcast. We are also officially using a microphone for the first time and not my cell phone, so we're growing. We're also drinking Prosecco. I tried to get an interview with a current pop star. It didn't work, but you know, we tried and uh, There's always going to be on. another mountain. I'm always going to want to interview a pop star. Totally unrelated note, Sigrid's new album's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out, it's called Sucker Punch. It'll sucker punch you in the friggin' mind. Here. <laughs> They'll sucker punch you in the hole. You get to pick which one. <laughs> um, so, Allie, what have you been sipping on this week? Besides some Cuvée d'Or, the gold collection. Okay, side note, we just went to the liquor store, <laughs> and I didn't have my ID with me. Shout out to... And it was really funny, and I, t- I showed the guy my Facebook to like confirm my age but then he wouldn't let me buy anything and my id was in my copier okay but shout out for him still letting me purchase something well because you already had yeah. it was done and dusted true he also was like low-key hot so not really as low-key of saying that all right i would say low-key low-key like my right would say if you saw him at a dog park you would write a romance novel about him in your head maybe some of us just like need something to do with our time other than podcast. Is that about me? I mean, I'm it's picking... It's called Shade, I'm, sweetie. Look sure. it up. You're supposed to be gay. Uh, I'm really bad at it, though. I promise I'm, like, maybe getting better, but subscription yes, the subscription fees are way too high. Um, you gotta start saying, yes, honey, in that <laughs> voice. I, I feel like that's almost lying to myself. And start going by <laughs> Andy, but, like, A-N-D-D-Y. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> Andy. Yeah, I'm like that's it's not even working in my head. Anyway, um, I've been sipping on hmm. some oh. ice cold sunny D. A lot of random stuff to talk about. Um, I'd like to just circle back to the Jonas Brothers. Listen to me. <laughs> have you seen if like have you seen that picture of that little girl? Like, in her room full of the Jonas Brothers posters, that literally was me. <laughs> I saw the Jonas Brothers seven times in their heyday. I, I will say, as someone who has known Allie for a few years now, I, I, I definitely was there for part like that, of, you the knew joke, that that of the Jonas thing. Brothers hype. I was never on the train. But, like, you know it was... But like, I was, like, at the station, like, waving. Are you a Nick girl? That happened after... But Once like, they broke up, he released his, not the administration or whatever, I never listened to that one. He released his queer it little, it campaign. It was a little weird looking, but... Uh, I went to that show. I was front row at that show. I wish I saw him when he was doing his self-titled release tour. No, for the administration? Nah. At the Orpheum? <laughs> Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> but um, no, I loved I his... I love, 
interesting. I was, five, I was like fucking 14. I know how to act. Can I be you? I mean, you could try, but you won't succeed. But yeah, I loved his uh, I loved his self-titled release. Honestly, there's that is like almost front to back a fantastic album. I never listened to the thing that, in full. That can knock my credibility whatever there is for credibility as it wants to. I, I love that album. And you just your gay points. Last year was complicated, which was the album after that. Was not as good, but it also had bacon on it. Like a song called Bacon, which was just like I don't, I don't like know. that. It that reminds really... me of Camp Rock too. Was... Fantastic movie. Never saw it. I skipped out on the whole like Disney movie. For my thirteenth birthday, I had like a bunch over. of people over my house to watch Camp Rock because it was coming out like the weekend of my birthday. And then someone told me I wasn't gonna date Joe Jonas, and I chased her around with an electric um, screwdriver, no, oh a drill, God. for like twenty. So you've minutes. always been crazy. This was in middle school. You were around for that. Yeah, that's true. That sounds like me in middle school. It does. Like that's. That's she was really, frightening. That checks out. We'll just say that. She was frightening. She controlled me, and we barely knew each other. I was the Regina <laughs> George of MVMMS. Kind of. In a way, like, also Miranda Priestly, But <laughs> less powerful. So, <laughs> so, so I was like the Gretchen Wieners. Yes. <laughs> Your dad invented toaster strudel. Invented and we were all like, my, cool. I tried to make fetch happen. You did. Definitely tried to make fetch happen in more in a few ways. But I was a Joe girl, like through and through. To this day, I will die for him. I don't understand, like as Joe Jonas, someone... Sophie Turner. If you need anything at all, here's the thing. You can once once me. I realized Steve that it indeed that it <laughs> once I realized that it was indeed the actual Jonas Brothers' wives, i.e., Priyanka Chopra, Sophie well, Turner, and Sophie and Joe aren't married yet. Kevin's wife, Danielle. Danielle. Um. But oh, that like that that kind of saved it for me because I was like, okay, this the is like the song itself. It's a pop song. Sucker is like someone said they were trying to sound like Maroon Five. I was like, mm, tea. It's a little too hot for me to drink, but yeah. I'll acknowledge it. I but I the don't... video is amazing. Yeah, the video is quite fun. Um, Who very, styled it? I gotta know. Very much like I don't know. It reminded me of the favorite. It was filmed in the same castle. Right. I just really the styling. I will never get over. It was yeah, beautiful. There are a few choices. A few choreography moments that I was like, ooh, that's fun. I um, like the whole thing. You know, I love Overall, music videos. They're an art that a lot of people don't appreciate anymore. And you should because they're always being released by all of the artists. But people don't really, person. I feel like a lot of people will just put them out for the sake of putting them out. The Jonas Brothers, Some of them. because they're like a boy band, have always been very visual. Well, and so, so they've like had that, like some banger music videos. Like, this was also like it on, had, they I, had they orchestrated like a huge rollout. Like it, they kind of needed yeah. the video. If they just dropped a single, it would have been like. Mm. Well, yeah, but also like they have like hold on SOS, burn it the burn it up video. I remember when that came out. It was a big fucking deal. Um, they have the love bug video. They have a concert movie that's really great. They were in Night at the Museum too. Imagine if they were just like. If you ever need to know at, anything about the Jonas what Brothers, what if they were announced at Coachella? Like, what if they were one of the headliners at like? A, they would. They would sub. They could genuinely still be headlining like Lala. No, they would not headline. I don't know. Ariana Grande is. Yeah, but she has more like sales. I just think like that would be. Like Ariana Grande I wouldn't is go, like legendary that would be kind status. Of, that'd be funny at, at this point. The Jonas Brothers would be like second. They would be like second headliner. I mean, not second headliner. Like, first person on the second line. I don't think they have a headline. 
Unless it was like even like iHeartRadio, like they're probably gonna play iHeartRadio. I don't think they'll headline. Ooh, they could do Cabo Del Mar. Oh my fuck! I think <laughs> I would go in San Diego. I love San Diego. That lineup's always a little a little off too. So yeah, it's it's like I don't I don't understand their target audience. They had Kesha like way before Rainbow came out. It was like when Firefly announced they had Kesha, and everyone was like, okay. "Can't she like not do anything?" And then it was great anyway. Um, yeah, are we uh, are we still on Jonas Brothers territory? I will just say, like, if anyone wants to talk about the Jonas Brothers, please let me know. She's, it's the conversation is still going for her. <laughs> it's always going in my mind. Joe Jonas, if you're listening, hi. A little, a little different. Just, just, just like a little different. I was sipping on a lot of um, Foles' new album. <laughs> I don't know. This is—I mean, I've never. They're like pretty much the same. I've never been listening. I've never listened to them before, but their new album, it Part was actually One, stuck in 2014. If you didn't know that about him. Sorry, I'm um, I'm catching up to things. I'm stuck slowly. in 2009, so it's really not much better. Part One: Everything Not Saved Will Be Lost. The new Foles album. It's great. Check it out. Chet Faker, well, formerly known as Chet Faker, now known as Nick Murphy, has released a second single from his debut EP um, called Sanity. Check it out. It's really fun. Um, More fun than I was expecting, because he's kind of, for any FKA Chet Faker fans, he was kind of a little mellow, soulful, seductive, and fun. And uh, all those things, all those things are still here, but it's a little more energy. Sigrid's new album, as I have mentioned, Sucker Punch, came out. Check it out. Great pop addition to the releases of 2019. Japanese House released their... Do you want to go see them? I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the new album. You're not a fan. Like just saying, out of the out of the gate. True. I I also feel like it would be kind of sleepy. That's the thing. I'm like, if they were at a festival. Totally would walk over to their set and like I lie in the grass. I did go to a show recently, sorry. But, <laughs> we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, I would totally see them if they were like included in a yeah, lineup I, somewhere. Yeah, I agree. But, but like, I, think I just like I'm, going to Sinclair. True. Like if I'm seeking them out and it's going to be like in a dark theater and I everything. Someone, I think soccer is playing And I might just like drift away. Um... Sorry, this just made me think of it. I need to read on your parade. I did go to a show recently. This may um, seem outside of my usual realm of taste. I saw Ty Siegel and White Fence. Oh, I forgot you went to this show. Yeah, my friend Bella brought me because she's a big fan. And she I don't was like, know why I thought it was me. Jason Isbell. Mm. Move on. Do I look like I wear a fucking straw fedora to you? Anyway. Sorry so- to all the Jason Isbell fans out there. <laughs> All He's worthy. I've, I've seen that's him. not my personal. Fine. Anyway, <laughs> it was really loud. My ears were ringing for like a full day. <laughs> um, they just did their joint album. Well, I guess they have two joint albums, and they played through their most recent one, and they played a couple old ones too. I thought it was great. I had a great time. We walked by the guy from White Fence when we were walking in, and Bella was like really freaked out. Like I really had no context for what was going on, other than like I was enjoying myself. So that's really all that matters. And At so beforehand, show. I like went and got a margarita, <laughs> and I was sitting next to one of the bartenders from the bar that I always go to, and I didn't want to say hi because like I didn't like he seen me at my worst, and I was like, Ooh. damn. Yeah. I didn't know if that was like a you gotta kill those people. So 
I don't know how to kill him. He's my homie, but like, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, ooh, we should probably bring up possibly the best. Definitely best artwork of the year so mm-hmm. far. One of the best debut singles of the year as well, I would say. Yeah. And um, already has a big time supporter in Charlie XCX. She's a collaborator. She's their producer slash writer slash, I don't even know. Mother. Hype man. True. Um, Nasty Cherry has been blossomed into the world this past week. If after you haven't a seen their cover hype. art. True. We're actually no fuck it. We're we're gonna put some very well. I don't, I don't think we can put it legally as the cover for this episode, but it'll be on the gram. Yeah, we'll, at Steve's Pot on Instagram, we will post it. You will see um, a striking image that will remind you of why women are great. They released it right after forgot. International Women's Day. True. Shout out all the women and identifying women. Shut out all the pears. But yeah, it's called Win. Can you get my wrist rock? Rick Ross joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Are you surprised? No. Look at me. It's it's a vine. <laughs> it's like True. part of culture. It's called Win by Nasty Cherry. Check it out. It's, it's um, you'll be pleasantly surprised if you've been annoyed by Charlie X on Instagram. This is my band, Nasty Cherry. Like it's also that's... not like it's not your average current pop song it's like because it's it's rock tinged pop yeah for sure it's like a band it's like <gasps> there's guitar mm-hmm. and it's a pop song what is that something that doesn't happen so much anymore but it's great check it out it's really worth it um lizzo impersonated ron burgundy that came out of nowhere but was worth well there seeing. was like some like preface to that where she was like tweeting at the ron burgundy podcast account don't if you fucking stop listening to this podcast and go listen to the Ron Burgundy podcast, I swear to God, I'll come to your house and kill you. Like, cue it up. It. Cue it up. Don't stop right now. We're just getting into Give it. Give us your time. We're, we're plebeians. We need your... This we, is truly all that is sir, keeping Can I have life. some listens? <laughs> please don't. <laughs> Flashes of terror. Um, anyway, so yeah. Lizzo did like... In case you hadn't watched it. It's, oh my god, if you haven't seen it, please, please. You, you have my permission to pause the podcast and go watch that YouTube video. Lizzo, like, does the Ron Burgundy jazz flute scene from Anchorman, where she, like, walks, where he walks on the tables and stuff, and it's incredible. Because in case you, incredible. for some stupid reason, don't know this about Miss Lizzo. She's so a flautist. She is quite the talented flautist. flute player. So. It's a, she's a flautist. I'm just going to pretend like I'm not ignorant and didn't know what that was until Allie just said it. But she is a... Flautist. And a quite good one. And if you've ever seen her live, you already know that. But, yeah. Check it out. S.D. Heim makes a cute little appearance. It's very true. Um, Billie Eilish released her next single from her forthcoming debut full length, When We All Fall Asleep. Honestly, fantastic album title. Oh, it's great. I like everything leading up to it so far. Like, this until... This is a weird turn for her and reminds you that she's 17. She's 16, 17? Yeah. She, like, it reminds you that she's a child. It's a bit of a low point 
Like who? Like several people had to approve this, and like they all did for some reason. I think it's at the point where like they're gonna approve whatever the hell she's doing because of her current position in the world. Like anyone see her hot ones? So I work good. at a place that sells music, and I sell so many copies of this girl's album to people, like every day, multiple. We get shipments of like tons of them. Tons of them. I work at an undisclosed retailer and people go, it, you have so many moms coming in being like, you got the Billy Eyelash vinyl? And I'm like, no, we're sold Some out. Some dad was walking around in this store the other day being like, I grew up with Billy Joel. <laughs> I was like, that. He should have said Billy Jean. It would sentence have been worth hearing. But yes, Billy Eilish, everyone's favorite creepy, strange 17 year old. Is that, did you say 16, 17, she's 16, a, She's 17? a teen. She's a babe. She released her latest single, Wish You Were Gay. Yeah. That's all we'll say about it's, that um, one. No, I'm, oh, we're talking. Oh, well, I haven't listened to it because I just, on principle, was like, I'm out. Honestly, I'm probably, like, empathetic to a fault. So I'll be like... He's literally a stan. <laughs> He's be, a stan. I love her music. This... Is the first time, though, where I've, like, had to step back and be like, okay, what's going on? But, um, I mean, yeah, like Ali said, girl's 17, 16, 15, whatever. She writes a song about a guy that she had a crush on. He doesn't love her back. So she's like, hey, I wish you were gay so that there was, like, a concrete reason as to why you don't like me. Which is incredibly immature. Mm-hmm. And stupid. But at the same time, so was I when I was 16 or 17. And I was very stupid at times. That's so, very true. It just really is like... It's the fact like that she's also people, world famous. Yeah, like how many people were like, this is okay? Like, I, I mean, given the state of the world and everything around us constantly, this ever-present shitstorm of terror that is our modern world... I really don't think this is what we have to worry about. I'm still... I've already pre-ordered her album. I'm probably going to try to see her at some point. Like, I'm not still mad, like mad. Her. I'm just kind of like, come on. It's... Like, yeah. Come on. I mean, Tame had, Tame had the Kazama Man controversy. Like, all the greats go through it, you know? They're going to do something dumb. They're going to say something stupid. Ariana Grande did lick a bunch of donuts and say that she hated obese people. It happens. She said she hated America. Right. Iconic when I decided to stand. I remember that happening a while ago and being genuinely entertained by it. So I think we do take things too seriously. And one song on one album that isn't really saying anything offensive, but is just kind of greatly misconstrued. It's whatever. Still like her. Still gonna listen. But maybe she shouldn't have wished he was gay. Maybe she should have wished that he explained to her. Maybe she should have like just maybe taken was... a moment and been like, hey, this maybe guy doesn't outfits. like me. True. <laughs> Girl. Um, now Apocalypse premiered. I don't think you even knew what this was. No, I don't. Before I'm a, I said the I'm name. Poor. Honestly, I don't know why I do this to myself. Stars will come up with like some weird little show. 
that I find an interest in, mainly because I saw that Tyler Posey was playing a gay love interest, and I was like, okay, I'm hooked. And um, it's from Greg Araki, who... You've been baited. If you don't know. You've been baited. Let me give you a little a little history lesson. In the early, early 90s, in the 90s, a man named Greg Araki started to release a bunch of, like, strange kind of experimental reality-bending movies about, like, teenagers and young adults and their weird drug escapades. And he had a couple of, like, huge cult classics, one of which was called Nowhere, which starred... His name is James Duvall. He was from Independence Day. Not a huge character in the movie. Just... That's who we're dealing with here. Um, but Christina Applegate was also in this. Scott Kahn. One of the dudes from Scandal. Again, Tyler Posey. No, that's the oh, new one. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm like on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, she's down all day. She's what not am I paying attention. It's really Because why am I, what am I going to say? Oh, I should watch this show. <laughs> But yeah, he released a bunch of these like weird little cult movies and people loved them. And then he kind of made like a few more normal oh, movies. Pardon me. Great. <laughs> he made a movie called White Bird in a Blizzard called uh, starring Shailene Woodley a few years ago. People like may I have really heard like about Shailene it. I really like Shailene Woodley for some reason. But now he's back with a show on Stars called Now Apocalypse starring Bo Murchoff. Ooh, who, another cutie. He was in one of the scary movies. I think he was in maybe Scream Queens. No, I'm wrong. No. As soon as I said it, it was wrong. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so we just took a quick little pause. I showed Allie the trailer. All She's right, now I'm highly fully... interested. Okay, Avin Joga as the lead from fucking Beck from Victorious. <laughs> All right. I can't really go into this. And he's this. gay with Tyler Posey from Teen Wolf. Okay, I didn't... That's kind of great. I didn't realize they were gay <laughs> And Carly Shertino from Slut Ever, I am a fucking obsessed with her. Yeah, she writes it. It's she, gonna be and wild. And Steven Soderbergh is one of the executive producers. Um, it's Honestly, already it's already on, right? Yeah, it just premiered this past Sunday. Oh, so the next episode is my dad's paying for stars Sunday. on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I will start giving you my dues again. <laughs> Pay your pussy bill, baby. If you're not afraid of like some cheesy mostly bad but definitely incredible content check it, it out it reminds me in terms of like camp level just from like the cinematography not to go all fucking film twitter on you i took one film class in community college i'm pretty much an expert Some it does remind me of um scream queens i know i've just mentioned it but it reminds me of scream queens a little bit so if you liked that and but like you want something more raunchy that probably would be this i mean if you were a cult Greg Araki fan of the 90s, you're probably going to enjoy it because I watched his movie Nowhere, which is just coincidentally on YouTube for free, um, and then watched this and very similar. I'm going to love to just laugh at this show for the next few weeks. I really hope it doesn't just like get canceled one season out if it's like actually fun. But you know, we'll enjoy the ride. Now Apocalypse on Stars. Do we have any other TV to talk about? Oh, I've been watching old episodes of Shark Tank on Hulu, and wow, I love Shark Tank. I stopped watching the OC because season three really just doesn't hold a, <laughs> hold a candle to seasons one and two, and I was like, let me start watching Shark Tank. Or no, I went in my basement. My mom was watching Shark Tank, and I was like, I fucking 
love this show. I like Shark Tank a lot, but like my heart literally breaks for these people who just get shut down. I yell at them on my TV. I'm like, I mean, some of them. I'm like, you came in too hot. Your valuation was all wrong. I'm suddenly, I also have an MBA. This really complicates my relationship with capitalism. Anyway, that's really as far as I'll go with that one. Uh. (laughs) Can you please edit that out? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so I am (laughs) one month behind on Riverdale, so there will not be a Riverdale roundup this week, but we would like to take a moment of silence, R.I.P. Luke Perry. You might be able to hear my pet's water dish running in the background, but It's really just a tranquil fountain of life. It is. It's, um, it keeps us sane during the podcast. It clearly works really well. (laughs) No, but That's seriously, there literally was fucking heartbroken. Shockwaves through the teen heartthrob teen drama universe this week when we lost I mean, 90210 star and current Riverdale star Luke Perry. I'm, Following I'm a tragic so heart attack. No, he had a stroke. Tragic stroke in his home. He was only 55. I know. Literally so sad. So We'll see how one of the current most popular television shows we'll handles it. It's really sad. But they are doing a um, spin-off. Yes. <gasps> Katie Keene, starring Lucy Hale of Pretty Little Liars. Oh, on. really? Yeah. Um, that's really... Who As else you know, it? I don't Isn't follow Josie Riverdale gonna be, enough, I think that I so. saw something that, like, Josie, the girl who's Josie, is, like, the second lead, so it's gonna be, like, about, like, the... I don't follow the show enough, really as you know. I'm behind. I'm out of it right now. <laughs> I will that say that I just, if you heard me just gasp, it was because I just got a, um, like a Reddit thing from r slash popheads, my favorite subreddit, that says, Carly Rae Jepsen announces, now that I found you a music video for tomorrow, she's Ooh. coming, mommy's coming home. Those three songs so far. So, Party for One's definitely the least good. It's still great. It's, it's still, still fun, good. though, like in its own right. Party for One came out the same time as, I think, Sweetener, so it got kind of buried. I just, like, if you're still holding on to the idea that, like, ooh, the Call Me Maybe girl, and, like, like not moving shut past the fuck that, up. yeah, literally shut up and die, because that's just ignorant, and it's just lazy. And everyone in say, their right oh, mind. Oh, you're eight. What can you say? Shut the fuck up. I'm 11. Yeah. That's how I We've feel. We've grown, okay? We're tweens now. She's so, 11. Thank you. She's 11. <laughs> but yeah, um, if you if if you didn't ingest emotion and dance a lot Inside B. to it, and the B-sides, then just steer away from us in the coming months, because uh, you won't enjoy it. Insert gay screaming. Also, that little anecdote... About her watching Seal eat an entire loaf of bread one piece at a time on a plane. Incredible. <laughs> I've rewatched that interview, like her and Zane Lowe, like so many times because it's just, she whips it out and she's like, Yeah, I have footage on my phone of Seal eating an entire loaf of bread one slice at a time. He opened up the package, would take out a piece, eat it, close the, or no, take out a piece, close the package, eat it. Open it, take out a piece, close the package, eat it. For the like an entire what loaf. What kind of bread was it? Did you say? I don't think she did. I can only assume it's like wheat bread. On the plane to I would hope place. it's wheat bread. Ooh, so good. Although there's something. My bread, my butter. 
It's good. There's something weirdly endearing about knowing that, like, Seal would go on a, pl- a private jet and eat, like, an entire it loaf of Wonder Bread. It was there. Well, it was her, Michael Bolton, Seal, and her manager. Oh. And she said that they were the only ones present. So, so I'm like, were they just, like, spread out Carly in the Ray whole, Peach, like... Then. Yeah. I want to go to Peach. She can do it. They were being flown to, like, some gala or whatever. You can look it up. Beats one interview with Zane Lowe, Carly Rae Jepsen. Seal. One. Bread. We're here on Radio <laughs> One with Carly Rae Jepsen. I had to look up Zane Lowe afterwards to make sure if he was gay or not. Is he? He's not. He's also married and has two kids. Nick Grimshaw's gay. They can only have so many gay guys on Radio One. <sighs> There's only so many Nick of Grimshaw's us blessing like the universe. A king. <laughs> um, Aladdin came out with a new trailer. I it's like much that's... better. Oh, oh, it did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought this was old news. Well, no, so they, well, the first trailer came out, I think, during the Super Bowl. It was bad because it was real heavy on the blue Will Smith genie. And anyone who's, anyone who knows the original Aladdin knows that Robin Williams will never be replaced as the genie. However, Will Smith is going to try and he's not backing down because they've probably plugged a hundred plus million dollars into this movie already. So they're going to do it. However, they definitely toned the blueness down. That's good. He's blue for like two seconds in the new trailer, and then still got the hairpiece, which is one thing. They should have just abandoned it. However... The little head, the little yeah, ponytail? Yeah, it's just so obviously stuck on, it's terrible. But, yeah, you know, they're going ahead with it. Hurts. Not super into what I heard of the new versions of the songs. Um, I mean, Jasmine and Aladdin are hot. It's like great. That's true. I'm glad Aladdin is hot because he was like probably one of the first crushes in entertainment for me. I don't think I ever had any Disney Prince crushes. See, I definitely did. Maybe Eric. I didn't watch a lot of the Disney movies, but like Aladdin, yeah. The dudes from El Dorado, yeah. Maybe the beast from Beauty and the Beast. Oh my god, you know I think As I had a the crush animal on. or the man? Only time will tell. Um, <laughs> I think I had a crush on Milo from Atlantis, which is very on brand for me. Okay. Aladdin was just like definitely one of them, and the brothel scene confused me. And I didn't realize it was a brothel scene until like five years ago. I don't have any strong memories about like watching Aladdin. I have very strong memories about watching The Nightmare Before Christmas. Because I had a recurring yeah. nightmare about when like the very first like shot when like they go when it's like a first person camera and they're like looking at all the different doors for the different holidays. I have had a recurring nightmare about that. <laughs> um, I also know Why? I watched I've Alice actually, in I've like always wanted to find that wood, that forest. I don't know. I just remember like having... open a door and just go to a I holiday. I just remember thinking about that all the time. <sighs> so and then I remember watching... I loved Mulan because it had such a good makeover scene. True. Like when they give her, when they like make her over it. So, I here's like the thing iconic. about Mulan. I had a birthday party themed for Mulan when I was younger. I remember the fact that I have watched that movie like probably twenty times. Mm-hmm. I genuinely don't remember any of it. It's so good. It holds up really well. Like I remember being you know in our drama really club in high school, and people were just like belting make um. Mega Man, Mega Man, yeah, and I was like, I, you know, I don't know why I don't. But like, really holds up, especially musically. There's not that many songs, but like, Hercules. Hercules Oh my god, are you kidding? Yeah, that's probably one of the best animated movies of all time. 
I mean, and also genuinely instilled my love of mythology. Hashtag well, shout out love, to really. my college career. Also, Danny DeVito, come on. I know. The new Lion King trailer does give me goose pimples. You know, I never had a crush on. I don't think I ever had. <laughs> A crush on any Disney princess, but I did have a crush on Sora from Kingdom Hearts. For any Rat Race fans, aka Mr. Bean in Rat Race fans, if you got that Goose Pimples reference, I love you. I was saying something and you rudely interrupted me, so I just kept going. Sorry. Just gonna pour another glass of. Can I have one? Dior. It's not Dior. Dior. But it's Dior. It's (laughs) Dior. It's something. Not Dior, but Dior. It's from the flea market. Yeah, some old lady was like, "Yeah, made this in my bathtub." Twenty-five this bucks, sweetie. I was like, "That's a little steep for something that's sizzling so loudly." But sure, fill her up, Bertha. Uh, while we're on movies that are Disney and Disney adjacent, for um, some reason, <laughs> we're not alone. I saw Captain Marvel yesterday. True. Holy shit! Okay, so I'm not like the biggest Marvel person. I do like them, but I'm not like. Huge. I was really, really into Christopher Nolan Batman. And mm. so I held on to like, oh, I like DC for a long time. Who the fuck likes DC? Yeah. I just like Christopher Nolan Batman. DC, the DC superheroes, like, objectively are not as good as the Marvel ones. No. Because there's not as many of them. And like, the movies have just been bad. I didn't even see Justice League. Anyway. I saw Wonder Woman. I liked Wonder Woman. It was good. It wasn't as good as any of the Marvel movies recently. I'm just like, the problem is working at... Like, a comic book store. Mm -hmm. I'm surrounded by a lot of hype concerning these movies, Mm -hmm. like, constantly. And just, like, if you pay attention to entertainment news, you hear about Marvel, like, at least 50 times a day. And it's... It's it's almost to the point where it's just, like, I... I don't refuse to see the movies. I'm just so, like, inundated by the fact that I haven't seen, like, at this point, like, ten of them. Because, like, four years have gone by and they've made, like... I haven't seen Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I haven't seen Black Panther. I see, did, weirdly okay. enough, I've seen both of okay. those. Okay, <laughs> like, I did see Black Panther because I never saw it at the movies, and I don't want to watch it on Netflix because I won't pay attention to the degree that I need to. Like, I feel like it's a cinematic experience, and I just never fucking saw it. See, I saw it in the movies, and... Don't you agree that you need to see it in that setting? Like, it's grand. I need to see it again. Okay. The problem well, with, I like, saw, a lot of super... Experience. Um, honestly, for the original Avengers, 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 I don't think I saw, like, any of the origin movies. I think I saw, like, after one. Okay, I've seen... I loved Iron Man 3. Iron Man 1, 2, a bit of 3. I've seen Black Panther, Captain America, did not like it. I saw Civil War. I didn't see the Hulk. Haven't seen Ant-Man. Haven't seen... I love Paul Rudd. Haven't seen Civil War, which I've heard is, like, great. I saw Ragnarok. It was really funny. Loved. I've seen, I think I've seen all the Thor movies, actually. Loved Ragnarok. It was funny, loved but it. I definitely saw it way too late after hearing way too much hype. I saw it like Which is the same for out. all of them. Like, I want to see Captain Marvel. I know I'm not going to like it as much as I think I should. No, it's But like, that's kind of just like the problem with these like, movies at this point. I mean, you just can't go into that. I kind of went into it with like a grain of salt, but I also felt obligated to like it. Also came out on International Women's Day. Nice touch. That's the thing. I want to like it because of the f- annoying backlash it's getting online. And I really like Brie Larson. I always have. Oh, yeah. She's wonderful. If she's you haven't wonderful. seen Room yet, what are and you doing? Ju- I saw... I watched Room on a plane. 
I was wow, really? Because I didn't know what it was about. No, literally, my no, because my um my friend and her mom both watched it on a sobbing. plane. They both watched it on a flight back from like Ireland, and yeah, they were I like, "What is flight, going on?" A flight back from London. I was sobbing. It's a movie. I feel like a lot of people I know have just like watched at random. And then they just, like, need to talk about it. Because my mom was just, like, lying in bed one day and watched it on her phone and was like, have you seen Room? I was like, yeah, why have you? She's like, I'm unwell. <laughs> yeah, that, because, like, that, we're, we're just going to talk about Room for a second. I haven't read the book, but that no. movie, the first half is, like, all you think the movie's going to be about. And then the second half is, like, nah, we're not even thinking about the Room anymore. This is just about emotions and life and moving on from trauma it was traumatic but it was beautiful yeah but like i remember brie larson when i was like a child like i remember her like like limited to that's what i associate see i my i i think the first time i ever saw her was on 21 jump street well yeah 21 jump street scott pilgrim (gasps) she was in scott pilgrim i didn't watch scott pilgrim until like a couple years ago because my sister is obsessed with it. Are you sure she was in Scott Pilgrim? Yes. And that wasn't Mary Elizabeth Winstead? It, they both are Allison in it. Pill. They both are in it. Really? They all are in it. Wow. She is like, she's <laughs> the, um, like the famous rock star ex-girlfriend. Mm. Ivy, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, Love Brie Larson. Had, and Jude Law is in it, which was a surprise. Oof. What a man. Daddy. Um, <laughs> Jude Law... Age is like a fine wine. He's so hot. But I want to just like listen to Jude Law just like casually reading like a catalog to me. But so the thing about Captain Marvel that's interesting <laughs> like compared to the rest of the Avengers adjacent movies is it overlaps way more with Guardians of the Galaxy than anything. Well, because it's more retro, right? Like it's set in Well, the yeah, light. but like the planets and stuff that they reference and like uh, that. They have people from S.H.I.E.L.D., Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. overlap. Okay. And then... Yeah. Um, Characters and planets from Guardians of the Galaxy. Cool. And I've seen both of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I know way more about that than I do, like, the core Avengers. So, but I, I still, like, halfway through was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't speak fluent Marvel. But yeah, I, I it's guess, a language I, I kind of refuse to learn. I haven't seen any of really the, like, origin stories because they're I think they're boring most of the time. And I like the sequels. They're very... They all, a lot of them fit a little too closely into, like, the same formula. And I just feel like the sequels are more fun because it's less, like, let's establish this person as someone you want to root for, and it's, like, them actually doing shit. Yeah. But I feel like Captain Marvel's origin story was actually, like, tragic and beautiful and heartbreaking and, like, really took an interesting turn. And, like, she actually did get shit done. Another thing, I'm genuinely, like confused when I notice how many like A-list celebrities have been brought into the Marvel universe at like this Samuel point. L. Jackson is Annette in this. Benning was randomly. Annette Benning's in it. Yeah. Like it like when um Renee Russo was like Thor's mom. Mm-hmm. It's like how, who, where. And you know, Marvel's made A-list celebrities out of a lot of randos. Not oh, yeah. randos, but like Tom Hiddleston, where the fuck would he be without Loki? Yeah. And even Chris Hemsworth. The dad and us, the new Jordan Peele movie. He was, um, oh, you didn't see Black Panther. That's why. He played Umbaku. For some reason, I thought you meant This Is Us also. Dad, no. Nothing against This Which Is I Us. I haven't seen. I feel like it's probably good, but... I just don't have the emotional space to commit to I that. I didn't watch 
Brothers and Sisters, and I didn't watch Parenthood, mm-hmm. and I feel like it is the exact same TV show, only a little bit better than both. But I've heard it's, like, deeply sad. Well, yeah. And it, like, I do, from an outside perspective, I do appreciate how they tell the story, which is, like non-linear Isn't and like, like through a bunch yes, of kind of it's a bunch of flashbacks okay like mandy moore and milo ventimiglia are the parents to the rest of the cast but oh, they all weird. show up as like adults because it also takes place in present day hmm. but one of the most recent seasons spoiler alert ends with milo dying in like a house fire but that's something that's like been referenced the whole time because the parents have already been like They've already grown up from that happening. Okay. So you actually like watch him die is the thing? Or you didn't yeah. know who was the dad? My, I remember hearing it from the other room because my mom watches it religiously. Oh, is that when like the house burned down or whatever? Yeah. I heard about that. And there was a song playing that literally plays in scenes like that all the time. And I forget what it's called. But yeah, this wasn't about This Is Us. We're but now we're talking about Tangentina. it. Tangentina. <laughs> A small tangenta. Um, Woodstock. Finally. We're on to festival season. Yeah, we're just gonna, oh, we're gonna hop around for a little bit. But um, Woodstock has not officially released their lineup yet, but several artists have been confirmed after we've been waiting, confused and anxiously, about who is going to be on this 50th anniversary lineup. And it's really fallen into And it's sh- really kind of stupid. It's fallen. The only person I want to see is like Miley Cyrus. It's Which, not even a who, real festival. Why would Miley Cyrus be at Woodstock? I'm sorry, but that's... that's she has the energy. I... Okay. Why would when Imagine I, Dragons be there no, over that's Miley the thing. Cyrus? Imagine Dragons, The Killers, Chance the Rapper, Halsey, and Miley Cyrus do not really make sense for Woodstock. Okay? The Killers, I guess, sure, because they're, like, the oldest of those artists. Honestly, I would say Miley has a spot there more than most of the people mentioned. She definitely has, like, I mean, she's shown that she isn't just a pop singer. She's like, very she, talented. She, she has, could, She's very socially conscious, and that was, like, what Woodstock was. It was about, like, but like, music and, like, activism, and Miley's also very, like, sex drugs and, like, well, not rock and roll, but, like, sex drugs and, like, When the most legacy Instagram. artists that you have at a festival that, like, carries the weight like Woodstock does, yeah, like, you have Santana and Dead & Company. Well, isn't there the other Woodstock? Is that still happening? Because this one's okay, like a this series is, of concerts. It's not even like a festival. No, anymore. this is the festival. The fest- okay. This is the festival yes. which is being put up by the actual like OG I thought that starter. that was, that was the one that was falling apart in the no, Live Nation one. No, Live Nation is the one that's falling really? apart. That's surprising. And that one is like the Bethel music and arts experience. Oh, okay. And that it's, seems like it, it's a shift. All up. it is is taking place over like four days now. Same weekend as this one. Santana's performing at both. But Messy. like besides but that, besides that, there's like I think Rob Thomas. I'll go if they have Rob Thomas. <laughs> there's like a night of film premieres or something at this other one. Santana does a set, and then like a couple other things related to Woodstock happen. But the actual festival is is this one, mm. which like should have it just should have been better. There's way too many massive legacy artists who like. But it's not the full lineup out though, right? No, but like these are these are probably the biggest names. Well, what we're if they just get. were like Fleetwood Mac? I still wouldn't go. That's the thing. I expected one of like a Fleetwood Mac, a Paul an McCartney. Elton John, a Paul McCartney, a Billy Joel, 
uh, Paul Simon, like someone who don't carries tell to me. someone who carries like I don't know the weight that Woodstock carries, and instead it's like not even the best average I mean, festival lineup trip, of the year. Desert Trip a few years ago was like the closest we're getting to any kind of like legacy Woodstock thing ever. Yeah, and I don't know if they'll ever bring that back. Yeah, and I I heard I remember being. I think I was at Firefly and I heard from some people who were like had gone to Desert Trip mm -hmm. that it was a hostile environment. <laughs> it was a lot of older people seeing a lot of bands they had never seen before in the environment that they definitely did not want to see them, which was a very like long and arduous and hot festival day. Yeah, I mean if you're and... gonna sell tickets to old people, you can't have it in the desert in September. Yeah. You gotta you gotta keep in mind your uh, your crowd. You can't have it in the desert at all, really. Yeah, have it in Napa. <laughs> True, but it's it's because like you know Coachella put it on. They they can do anything they want on the Indio Polo grounds, so they already yeah. have space. It's like why the fuck not? But you know, we still got a few: Oceaga, Lollapalooza, Outside Lands, and Glastonbury, to name like the really like remaining massive ones. That Oceaga's not even massive. We just want to go to it, which is why it's included. But oh, it's like it's it's up there in like the echelon. It's like of it's probably festivals. like Firefly level, maybe yeah, a little Firefly's smaller. Firefly's pretty pretty up there. I guess so. Given how many music it festivals there are and how many are oh, like and ACL, which will come out later. Yeah, that's like October. When does that even come out? The lineup doesn't come out until like June. Oh shit! May or June, I think, was when I bought my ticket last year. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so festivals are, uh, oh, um, we're winding down as far as like well, news, but you know, the hype is all still there. The cluster, cluster fest lineup came out, which I sent to Andrew and I was like, this is so fucking good. And he was like, mm, whatever. Cause it's like a mostly comedy, but they do have like Courtney Barnett's playing. No. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, if, is an interesting book. if I lived closer, I would totally I know, consider I, like, can't going. Justify going to San Francisco. Mother monster. Dropped a bit of a bombshell on us this week. Lady Gaga we all... tweeted, there's rumors that I'm pregnant. Yeah, I'm pregnant with LG6 when I tell you, bitch. My mom literally sent me a screenshot of that tweet. Wait, so is she pregnant? <laughs> we all kind of she knew this. She followed Rihanna on Instagram. I'm so sorry for what that has done to your ears. She followed Rihanna and Blood Pop on Instagram, so you know it's fucking going down. If I get a Rihanna and... Lady Gaga collab, which I might, I just might. I'm like, I'm, given the news of like Rihanna's impending reggae album and wherever Mother Monster could be going after this. Well, based on who she's working with, we're getting a little taste of art pop. Sophie. <laughs> so I really can't like get too excited about this because because of Joanne. And how much I had to like I did like it when I came out just because like I was like it was Gaga, the first one like, that took like a while. Like listen, I loved it was art so pop. different. I loved art pop as soon as it came out. I was like, let's fucking go. Let's like when go. she did cheek to cheek. Like okay, going into it, you knew. Like, I never listened this to is cheek to be cheek some, all the way through. No, this is gonna be some jazzy stuff. It's gonna be for the older crowd. It's fine. It shows off her talent and like I don't even a count totally that new in, like, light. Her, no, her album cycle. Yeah. That's like St. Vincent and David Burns album. It's like it's like a little side it's, project yeah. they did. But um yeah, like the, the fame canon. born this way, the fame monster, art pop were all very easily digestible because they were already kind of in the same vein. 
But then no, she like Art smacks people, us with Joanne. No, 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 no. The reason that Joanne came out, Art Pop was supposed to be two albums. It was supposed to be one commercial and one experimental album. And then we never got the experimental one because Art Pop proper was so poorly received critically. And it was the first time she'd been kind of dinged. Because Applause was a, a really weird lead single to pick. And the album, just in general, is like not, you know, it's it's not for like the faint of heart. There's a lot of weird shit going on there. Hmm. And, you know, goes to show her most popular single on it was a song with R. Kelly, which has been taken off iTunes. Like, just put just put a version without him on it because the song's really There's good. There's still the Christina Aguilera version. Yeah, but I don't like the Christina Aguilera version. I just want straight Gaga. So she put out Joanne to kind of, like, put herself critically back in good graces. And I don't even think Joanne was that critically well-received. And it was just it like... It wasn't, but... It was just... It was better than our pop. In the long like, run, I definitely enjoyed it thoroughly. Joanne? Yeah. Eh, it's just not the Gaga that I know and love. It put her in a good place to go get A Star Is Born. Well, we're going to have to see and now, where she goes next. Just please be weird again, Gaga. I miss you. <laughs> um, I miss Mother of Monster. Hints at things we already knew were coming, but are very excited to know that they are definitely coming. Kevin Parker, a.k.a. Tevin, <laughs> Tevin a.k.a. Tame Impala, gave us the first little sound bite on what's coming from Tame Impala 4. Whether it'll be like a single or a full length before their Coachella appearance is unsure. We have heard from the man that he doesn't want to perform anything unreleased live because he's not going to show up to Coachella with nothing to play. Mm -hmm. But regardless of how much he actually plays, I mean, like, it's going to be great. And we got that to look forward to. That's true. With no real time frame. So the man's really keeping well, us on the Well, they are playing SNL, so they're going to put out something before then. March 30th. So maybe Sandra soon. Sandra Oh so and Tame Impala. Hopefully by the next time you hear from us, there will be new Tame Impala. Hmm. Speaking of things we're looking forward to, hmm. the Game of Thrones trailer is out April 14th. I'm Winter has come. Winter has come. And Arya is finally fighting. I'm going to shit my pants. Fully, like full disclosure, there will be poo-poo. Hopefully not. Hopefully it makes it to the bathroom. I laughed so hard at something recently, and I was in my room, that I had to get up and go to, and I had to get up and pee, because I was like, I'm going to piss myself. Hey, just be thankful you had the control and ability to bring yourself to the bathroom. But yeah, Game of Thrones, it's going to be over soon. Mm. I haven't felt this way since Harry Potter ended. Mm. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there that give a lot of crap to Game of Thrones. I genuinely don't care. I've grown so close to some of these characters. I've already said goodbye to a few that I did not want to say goodbye to, aka Catelyn and Oberyn. Oberyn fucking took me out. So hot. So hot. (laughs) Gone too soon. Listen. Listen to me. I'm grabbing the mic again, but I'll get less close. If Sansa Stark does not make it to the end of Game of Thrones, I will riot in the streets. I'm flying to the set. I'm saying, DB and DB, where the fuck are you? George R. R. Martin, let's fucking throw. Let's go. It's Sansa Stark Defense Squad here at Steve Pod. Listen to me. I will die for Sansa. Thank you. Yeah, and to anyone that ever said they hated Sansa's character, I just want you to like rewatch her scenes from the first couple of seasons, which is something I have been doing on YouTube. Thank you to the dedicated supercut videos made by crazy fans unlike me. That girl had it hard. She had a tough time, you know? I don't think she was put in a positive situation until, like, season seven. So, 
Cut her some slack. When people are like, I don't like Sansa, I'm like, you are legitimately a misogynist. So you're just a terrible person. I'm like, you. Who delights in seeing a woman. Like, and a lot of the destroyed. time it's girls who are like, I don't like Sansa. I'm like, the internalized misogyny. Literally like, oh, I'm sorry. Out. Were you never a teenager? Did you never left have out. emotional uncertainty and say things to your parents that you ultimately regretted? Oh, what's it like to be utterly perfect? Catch Game of Thrones. It comes back in about a. If you've uh, never heard of it, time. it's on HBO. <laughs> Game of Thrones. One thing, if it's you've really never good. heard of it, that's unsettling. It's really good. You should if, check it out. If you've never watched it, fine. I know there are still a few Just of you out the there, end. and you're very proud about it, but. Come on, just, you know you're, like, you want to. There's a part of you that just wants to watch it. Just wait till the end at this point, though. I don't think you should. It's going to be, like, pretty hard to navigate away from. You have less than a month to watch 60 hours of television. That's honestly not. If you have a job, maybe wait. I mean, if you have a job, just, like, fill all of your free time with Game of Thrones. And if you don't have a job, start it right now, and you'll finish by, like, Early next week. We also have some other homework for you. Get out there. Two assignments this week. You'll, you'll Two be assignments. Fine. Watch Game of Thrones. That's a little lofty. <laughs> That's more of an optional If you assignment. do have a job, first of all. It might be a little hard. What's that? Not what. I have a job, unfortunately. <laughs> first of all, I want to be unemployed, so please send us money. I would love to be unemployed. Yeah. I miss it every single day. Sorry, Lizzie, my boss. I know you listen to this, but I don't. I don't think having a job is right for me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. I apologize, Lizzie. I don't know who you are, but she's our biggest fan. You deal with her. She's so our that's biggest. Pretty good. She's our biggest fan. <laughs> um, she's getting the first Steve Pod shirt. Ooh, we gotta get on those Steve Pod merch. Okay, Coming what's soon, their so second homework assignment, Allie? Hashtag quit that job. Um, <laughs> So the, our, it's more of like a study guide than like a homework assignment. Our wonderful friend of the podcast, friend of each of us individually and collectively, our friend Brittany Brannick. Queen. Queen, icon, legend, recently put out a song called Attention. I think it's on streaming services, but it's definitely on YouTube. Check Give it, it out. Give it a listen. It's great. We love Brittany. We support her in all her endeavors. Can't wait to see what's next for this icon. I mean, for the garage. Melrose oh, High shit. represent... Love it. Keep going. Casey Mustard stands represent. And here we are at the end of another blissful episode. Thank you for joining us. Playing us out tonight is, if you're on Twitter, you know this song. If you're not on Twitter, you don't know the song unless I've sent it to you. We're looking at Bottoms Up by Boy Boy West Coast. An honest to God banger if I've ever heard one. Thank you. Good night. Happy sipping. (laughs) 